Rock, Arkansas. He got me a weekend opening for him. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was really exciting because he th he's the first comic that, like, threw me a fucking bone, you know. Hmm. We got to stay in the comedy condo. It was so fun. Like, <laughs> it was it was really neat. Was uh, it I mean, wrecked? What was, what? was it like a nice condo? Was it, it was. Wrecked? Well, it wasn't a condo even. It was like a four-bedroom house. It was Fuck. so nice. It was so much space. And we just kind of hung out there and smoked cigarettes inside and weed <laughs> and, and uh, watched movies and ate pizza. And then went and then they'd come pick us up and take us to the shows. And Stupid we were doing fuck. two shows a night. How were, the show, how were the shows? They were great. They are really uh, big audiences in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I, I mean, they're like physically large. They mm. weren't like actually. Oh. <laughs> they were like 80, uh, 80 on, people that look. <laughs> Just keep it every time. 80 people that looks like 100. Uh, that was, that's what it was. Damn. But, but uh, on the way there, I was on the plane and I sat next to this smokestack. I've learned, I'm learning the new kid's lingo. Smokestack. He was, um, he was a Marine. He was coming from home for Thanksgiving from Camp Pendleton. And I, we were talking because he had a Bible verse tattooed on him and I have a Bible verse tattooed on me and we mm. started talking. And I said, well, what are you going home for? He said, well, Thanksgiving and I'm really excited. And I said, well, what, what are you most excited for? And he's like, to shoot my guns. Uh. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get home. I'm going to hug my mama. I'm going to kiss her. I'm gonna I'm gonna hug my daddy and my sister, and then I'm gonna, gonna get my guns, and I'm gonna go some shoot shit. some shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck he's, yeah! He's like, you Californians, you can't have any guns. You know, nope. I was like, but you're at Camp Pendleton. He's like, yeah, but we can't have guns. I can't walk around San Diego with a gun. Yeah, like, you can in Little Rock. What? You know what? Honestly, hot take, hot take. Not very liberal of me. Bum bum bum. Sinister <laughs> music. I think that although we should have gun control, obviously, guns are a part of American culture, and America is. It's not a vacuum, but it is its own thing, you know. Like we do. We're, Second Amendment. It's we're supposed to go by the Constitution. I think that we have a gun problem, and that we do need something needs to be done about it with gun control and shit. But guns are part of our culture. Guns are also fun as fuck. Like <laughs> seriously, just blowing shit up. Like I never shot a gun, but I've uh, done archery, and that shit was hella fun. And that's like the CBD of shooting guns, you know. Like <laughs> very lightweight, very wholesome. But that shit was fun. So I can only imagine shooting a fucking murder machine. Going back to Boy Scouts, <laughs> I was uh, I went to this Boy Scout camp for a week. That's where you're supposed to like get all your major uh, merit badges. Hmm. So like um, wilderness survival and ecology, and then they had riflemen mm. and archery and axe throwing. Ooh, axe throwing! Fuck. And also, Man shit. you know, rowing. And, Girl shit. And <laughs> chick. Knot tying. Knot tying. That's, that's for chicks. I yeah, hated knot macrame. tying. That's some macrame knot bullshit right there. You sucks. need to learn these knots so to survive boring. in so some boring. cases. You're never going to. The difference. I've never all, seen Bear Girls tie a knot. The difference need, is never knot tying. Because he stays in a hotel. All you need Just is not. a slip knot so you can make a noose. That's all you need, and boys. <laughs> that's and a sick ass band. That's all you need. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That, <laughs> that's metal as shit. That knot is supposed to break your neck when you <laughs> when you fall. I'm doing a rock, hand, yeah, rock and roll hand not, sign. Hopefully not asphyxiate. Yeah. Yeah, that's Unless, the worst. Do one. they teach that in the Boy Scouts how to asphyxiate just enough while you're jacking off so yeah. that you can come a little quicker and a little harder? Only no, the counselors. because a Boy Scout <laughs> is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverend. Can't think of anything else. That's so, that epitomizes like all those things. Yeah, thrifty. thrifty. We go to Thrift Town all the time. I just want to say there's thrifty. a lot of great thrift stores in San Francisco. Yes, I'm a big fan are. of it here. In Chicago, we got one chain. We got Village Discount, and they're good. It's a thrift store. But here in San Francisco, 
Wow. Yeah. Some grails everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. They can't sell fur anymore. No, no. There's a lot of Boy Scouts in there doing mm -hmm. some thrifting. Oh, going back to guns. My dad was a police officer, Ooh. and he would take me shooting. And so we'd go to the range and just, you know, sight in his guns and then, you know, just have, you know, a time. It's like bowling it's to us. Shit. It's like bowling to us. Yeah. Second Amendment bowling. Because, because guns are now a sport. You know, if they're in so the Olympics. NASCAR. If they're in the, in the Olympics, point. you can ski and then pull out your yeah, rifle. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. But, but that's I would thing. totally do that. But that's traditional even. That's, and that's weird. that's badass because yeah. if, if you're going to fight some commies in the snow, you better know how to Duh. ski and then – it's very spies <laughs> like us. Do you remember that movie when mm -hmm. they're in the snow? I've never, never seen that. Skiing. No. It's really old. It's Dan Aykroyd. Oh. From I've like seen it referenced like 100,000 times. Old, old movie from my youth. Have you all seen Click? I oh is that the one with um Adam Sandler? Yeah, I love. I just saw it the other day and I cried. He's I so sad. I mm -hmm. cried. I, right? I had seen it. I'd never seen it, and I love Adam Sandler. And it was on Netflix, and I I love Adam Sandler. Yeah. And uh, I always have read it. Sweatshirt. And um, <laughs> like I've always loved him, and I watched it, and I fucking cried. He's so good in it. So hard. I exactly. was like, is this because I'm in menopause or is this because it's actually a good movie? Because it's in a good movie. I Henry Winkler made me cry. Henry, with that, I know. We I don't want a spoiler that. alert. I mean, I, it's from like, but I, that would they, oh my God, Henry Winkler. Mm -hmm. I just want to say with the Adam Sandler thing, fools are saying now like, oh, I didn't know you could act with uncut gems and shit like that. No, dude, they clearly have not seen Click. Like, the, we're not going to spoil anything either. But like that scene, there's a scene where he's in the rain. That's all I'm going to give away about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That well, is. People can they those people who haven't seen Punch Drunk Love where he's oh acting his motherfucking ass off. Yeah, doing a great job. Yeah, and a great weird fun movie. I've, yeah. I've always loved Adam Sandler. Yeah. I, I just don't think people are like, oh, like Happy Madison, Happy Gilmore. I love Happy Gilmore. Yeah, like I like it in like a children's like a cult movie, like a hockey player movie kind of way. So let me watch on the bus, but I don't watch it. I don't like it as like a like a. Genuinely, like a good movie. Like Billy Madison. Billy Madison is. What are you looking at, Swan? Like all of that. Mm. And and, and <laughs> grown up sucks. And deep cut. Uh, it's one of the only films I like. Norm Macdonald in. There are very few what? things I like. Norm Macdonald in, and one of them is in Billy Madison. Do you like Norm Macdonald as a comedian? No. Really? Not I don't get him. Update. I don't really? get him. And huh. Weekend Update made me, made me angry because there are other people that were way better at it. Like, There's always there other people so that so many people that could Currently. not – Who could not be – I just don't get it. It's it's the whole thing I have about mediocrity where I'm like, why this guy? This guy mm. is the one that we champion that gets to be famous. He gets to write his book. I read his stupid fucking book, which was no good. Uh. And, but I read it, and I'm like, god damn it, I wasted all that uh. time. <laughs> and like – so many other people could write better things than why I don't get it. It's, it's the why business him? side of it. It's not just talent, is it? I mean, I think, but that, that that's always true, especially of the weekend update. I, I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but like, you know, Colin yeah. Jost and, and, and Michael Shea, they're amazing, but there's always questions. It's always a seniority thing. It's just like they're the head writers there, so they get to do it, you know? It's not necessarily they're like the best at right. it, you know? Well, you, you just choose who's there for a a multitude of reasons outside of just who's the best, which is frustrating. But that's bureaucracy, huh? Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have I have a season two of Saturday Night Live, and my favorite one of my favorite episodes is Ralph Nader is the guest host. Oh, Ralph fuck yeah. motherfucking Nader. In, it's Love like it. Nineteen seventy-five, maybe it's Dude. from or something. I was born in seventy-four, but 
My parents bought me the box set one year. Green I party. don't have very many pieces of media, but that's one of them that I... Fuck yeah, dude. Ralph Nader God. for Green Party for life. I know. I voted for Ralph Nader like every time <laughs> I could until like the last time because it just I feel didn't so, make any sense. I feel so bad for the party moving forward because Gary Johnson is supposed to be like the new head. or Not like the head of the Green Party. Or no, Jill Stein, right? Mm-hmm. Just the I, I just don't have as much faith in them as like Ralph Nader. I... I that when I when I first got into I got I got into Fox at a really young age. My parents are very political people. Um, but the first party I was like Green Party, yeah, I'll do that Green Party. And Hell so I got yeah. a weird obsession with the Green Party back back in like oh eight. Well, that's why I'm not super concerned about voting day because I am Green Party, so mm-hmm. I can't even vote in the primaries. It doesn't make any sense for me. Mm. I mean, there's some city measures that I should probably care about. I still give it to Bernie though. Oh, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm Bernie. All over. I'm a fucking Marxist. I, I don't Ooh. think his socialism is enough. I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a really? hardcore Marxist. But Mike, do you want to get in on this? You can. Up, We're all just chilling. Hey, it's Mike. Mike Hudak. Mike, Mike, Mike. He's got a Diet Coke. I att- is that a Diet Coke? Right. Regular Coke. Well, that's better. You know what's better for you? I attribute my kidney stones to Diet Coke usage in, the 20, in my 20s. Usage. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had more... I drank six to seven Diet Cokes a day for 10 years. Like, I, I didn't drink any water. I'd wake up in the morning, and I'd slam a Diet Coke. I'd get to work. I'd had all, have all my Diet Cokes. It's addicting, huh? Super addicting. Yeah. My, friend, my friends go. say that, too. I never, I never understood. Is it, like, the sugar, or is it the – it's not Coke, though. Like, Coke isn't the same addicting thing as Diet Coke. No, Diet, Diet Coke, Coke has some weird, like um, – uh, yeah, it's like mind, mind control, lizard people drugs in it or something. Lizard people drugs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mike, how was your how was your night? How was your sleep? How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. I got a, actually a good full night's sleep last night. Good stuff. Went over to Delirium. Oh, you uh, did? did so you set, w- yeah, I went over and did a set over there. I wisely really chose to go home after <laughs> the <laughs> 10 o'clock show. I was like, I'm just going to go home and sleep, which I <laughs> wouldn't usually do. So it was good at Delirium. It was a fun time. Yeah, it was a really good time. Great. Yeah, they had a nice little crowd in there and everything. It was, Great. Yeah, it was really good. We love Delirium on a Monday. Uh, run by Warhol Kaufman last night was guest hosted by uh, Joey and Rachel Pinson. Yes. Great people. 16th and Albion go out there every Monday for comedy. Mm-hmm. Except for the third Monday of the month, which is our new my, Sam and my new show at Wazima. And it's called Talking Shit, and it's really funny because we have two microphones, and it's team comedy, so we give comics that choose their own teams 10 minutes to divide any way they're choosing. And they can, like, write a play, or they can... I think Warhol and I are going to do some weird shit. I don't know what we're going to do. Some alt shit. We could, <laughs> last week, um, a couple staged a fight. Um <laughs> Last time, but so comedians can, as a team, they can, or they can just do jokes back and forth. They can heckle each other. We don't give a fuck. But then we have open mics like scattered in between. It's, it's going to be a fun show. We're hoping to kind of build it out. Yay! So whenever you come back, make sure you do it like a third Monday. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and then come in and do that. Yeah. That show. Well, I'll be back to San Francisco for sure. Yay! That's Hell the yeah. whole goal. Yes. I want this to be like comedy summer camp and then everybody it meets is. each other and now so now when I go to Austin I have you and Jesse Mundy. Yep. That makes it so much yep. easier. Yep. Have yeah. you ever had this much independence? <laughs> <laughs> so much freedom here. <laughs> yeah, you could do whatever you I want. I can do podcasts all day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you could do whatever you I love want. It. We could do anything. Like there's eight microphones, so I don't know if, if even if anyone has like you know, books or anything else you want to promote that you do, I don't know. I'm doing a solo show at the Edinburgh Fringe this year in August. Ooh. 
come to that if you're what? in <laughs> You're going to go to Scotland. Yeah, I'm doing an hour of comedy every day for a month at like 4 p.m. in the afternoon. You are a killer. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's English comedy. So, you know, it's, it's, it's more about like writing narrative and stuff like that. So it makes it easier for like someone uh, like I, I do have a lot of material. Right. But it doesn't have to be funny. Like every single second, you know, it can be more narrative based. And it's about my time and treatment. And wow. One fun. man show. It's been really fun to work and, on. And so you're going to do the same show every time. You're not going to riff around. You're doing the show. I'll probably learn a little bit. I'm, I'm doing previews in Chicago like May, June, July. You know, try the summer, the months before I go, just to try to get it as little bit of riffing. I want it to be as tight as possible, but yeah. You're going to be, be acting. This is a one-man yeah. show. This yeah. is like, yeah. It's stand-up based, though. I want it to be sure. stand-up, but like a theatrical stand-up. Well, like uh, Lily Tomlin. And, yeah, uh, Craig Knightley. And yeah. That's a big, influ- a big influence of mine. Yeah, there uh, you go. But no, yeah, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Costume I still want to changes? Stand-up. Costume changes? Maybe. I don't, honestly, the theatrical aspects I haven't worked out as much yet because I want to get the story down and like mm-hmm, one of the jokes mm-hmm. and shit. But I do want there to be theatrical aspects. I do want it to be stand-up, though, because that's what I'm good at, right? Yeah. That's what I do. I'm a stand-up. So. And I, so I think it's pretentious. Like, Mike Birbiglia did his special with the fucking um, – talking about the wireless mic. We were talking about it earlier, Mike, yeah, with the fucking wireless mic. Yesterday. It's just It just turns it – it takes it from stand-up, and it turns it into, like, some weird TED Talk, some weird <laughs> – like, it's, Lily Tomlin didn't – she didn't have a mic, but she was just – I don't know, the mic. Well, but about that's the, the thing mic. is if, if you're going to be, it depends what theater you're in. You can have hanging mics. You can have right. floor mics. Right. It's There's a small all room. kinds of, if it's a small room, you can just project. Exactly. You can use your microphone as a prop or not, you know. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> it's a dick. But, you know, it, it, in general, though, it's just, it's just always a weird line because that's what I felt with Mike Bigley's last special was that there's a line and it does kind of get weird when it gets too far out of stand-up <laughs> for me from what resonates with me as far as solo theater goes sure. and storytelling. like. Well, yes. you'll break it up into almost acts. Yeah. Like there'll yeah. be this stand-up part, and then there's something else. And there's like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, you got, I mean, Berbigli, it's basically like long-form storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying. I love I mean, that. His, his hour specials are, that's all he does is he's just telling stories. You're yeah, on the shitty mic, that. so you got to be closest to it as I you can. Be there, you yeah, there you go. That's the way to do but it. Yeah, he, uh, he just, he's all long-form storytelling. So, you know, I love that shit. You know, you got your jokes sprinkled in, but he's just basically telling a story. But it's like you were, you and I were talking about yesterday. I hate those damn, those little Madonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. they suck. Yeah, because it's like, unless you're uh, in a boy Tony band Robbins. doing dancing. Yeah, very or, Tony Robbins. Or yeah. Tony Robbins. You yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. It's just that, Hi, it's just that little low? bump. It's just that little bump. Oh my gosh! So Nathan, yeah. on stage is a microphone with an exceedingly long cord. Just grab that. And you're good to go. So right now in the studio, we have Aaron Atkins Hello. out of Chicago. Mike Hudak out of Boston slash Austin. Austin by way Thank of God Boston. Bo- Austin by yes. way of Boston. Uh, we have Pancake, A-team. local guy here. And now Nathan Lowe. Yes. Hi, guys. You are live. Hi, Nathan How's it Lowe. going? I was having trouble finding parking. I think there's some kind of like some kind of American Idol voting or something around the block. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the podcast. We we're just. Uh, Where do I sit? Do I sit? Yeah, in there should lap? be. You can bring another chair. There should be another chair. Is there another chair? There you go. Moving around the smooth stool. Coca Cola energy. I am susceptible to marketing. <laughs> you know they have like Coke and coffee in some parts of Europe. It's fucking. It comes in a can. It's like Wait, half. Well, what kind of Coke? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola and half like espresso and coffee. Gross. It's good for a can, but it's gross. In in (laughs) Greece, they do this weird thing where they put Coca-Cola in your white wine. Ew. Wow. What? Yeah, it's gross. I was at I didn't a know they had trailer parks in Greece. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they they also hitchhiking in Greece is easy and fun and very very safe. 
stats. A lot so of not lie. No, it's absolutely true. We like were, we got we hitchhiked the whole time, all the way around uh, the islands. We yeah, it was great. And it's like sometimes it's old ladies with children, and I was like, at one point I was super drunk, and I was sitting next to a child, and I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm kind of wasted. And, <laughs> but they were super sweet. They drove us back to the. What all wasted? <laughs> yeah, good times. So uh, here we all are for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yes. We were just talking about Aaron Atkins is going to Edinburgh. Uh, he's going to do an hour show every day for a month. Are they yeah. putting you up? Do they pay? Or you have to pay your expenses, or I have you... to. I'm producing it myself, so I am paying a lot of the expenses, like for the theater. But I get to keep all the revenues from the tickets and all that shit. Wow. So, yeah, it'll be fun. And they put you in their marketing scheme, so people yeah. know all about it. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 still gonna be a free. The thing they have uh, the friends they have like free shows where people donate money, and the usual donation is like five bucks. Sure. So. I, I don't know. There's a bunch of like financials that I want to work out, but I'm probably going to lose money anyways. <laughs> well, um, think of a cute thing that you can give away for a donation. Be like, right. if you, a pin. it's, Hey, it's only, it's, it's five bucks is what we said. But yeah, for 10, you get this sweet pen or yeah. this pen or this yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or and whatever. you can make pens and shit. I, I did like, if you screen print your own t-shirts, you can make them for like two to five bucks a pop and sell them for like 10. Sure. You know? It's amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that you can make money. They just require a little more hustling and that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing well, now. Yeah, because, well, yeah. If you've got, if you only have one hour a day to do your show, half hour there, half hour after, you've got your whole day. You can do whatever yeah. the fuck you yeah. want. Yeah, exactly. I just walk around the city, see everybody's shows. That's the great thing is that when you walk around, everybody just hands out these like flyers to their shows. You just take one, and just walk in. It's free usually. You just kind of gotta have like a dollar afterwards to put in the hat. But just go see these people's hour long of like this is their livelihood, this is their work. They're telling a story. It's it's interesting because it's not just like here's an hour of jokes about stuff. It's like this is the time I was the dad on Peppa Pig. This is what that <laughs> was like, you know. It's like oh, cool man. <laughs> That's funny, I guess. So it's a, it's a beautiful place, and it kind of enchanted me last time I went. I yeah. wanted to do myself. So you went by yourself, and you didn't have a show. You just went to see other people's shows. I was helping out with another show called The Greatest Theatrical Performance on Earth. Oh. Yes, it was a it's 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 a, it's like a sketch show oh, cool. by some of my professors at college, and How that was, was it? it was great. It was great. There was it was a. But was it the greatest? It was the goodest. It was very oh, it was a B plus. It was very niche in th in theater references. Like it was a lot of like, you know, Elaine Stritch references oh and shit, God. like very niche solo performer references. So it, it, it with like an audience of 8 people it was kind of hard. But it, mm. it was a it was a phenomenal show and in the states they did a second city and it was amazing. It was great. And the show was great. It was phenomenal. It's just like the audience gap is so hard to judge sometimes. So yeah. it's better to have a show that you can change on the fly. Mm. Costume changes. Yeah, lots of them. It was very theatrical. It was huge. Yeah, great. yeah. I like that stuff. It was a great show. If you're listening to this, Rick, it was amazing. I loved it. Aww. It was a phenomenal. Best show I ever saw. And you gave your shout-outs to your aunts. That was so nice. Yeah, shout-out yeah. Aunt Fluffy. Aunt Fluffy. She's still a great woman. Aunt Fluffy? Yeah. Is your aunt a, a cat? I guess like that. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, she's a, uh, she's a woman. A human woman. Is she mustachioed? No, she has big poofy hair, like um, Isaac Newton. Mustachioed—that's yeah. a nice way to put it. Yeah, I was trying to find a, what uh, the most feminine way you could say has a mustache. Here's the thing about <laughs> aging and facial hair: is that my eyes are to the point I can't see anything up close anyway, so I can't even quaff my own facial. It just—and then if I can't see myself, I just sort of pretend it's not happening, and so it's just sort of like beer goggling myself. <laughs> That's sort of—and I'm just like, you know what? Everyone else can fuck off. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't. I didn't know I had a three-inch hair on my chin. I didn't. I, if I can feel it, I can pull it out. And then there we go. Sorry, guys. I'm. Not all women have time to shave their legs for you. <laughs> well, to those women, I say, uh, next. 
Is that you wouldn't? Would you if if a lady if a hot lady took her pants off and she had and she didn't shave her legs? Would you seriously be like? I'd have to have a we'd have a small conversation, but we'd really you no. I love a riot girl. I love I love a feminist queen. Yes, Aaron Atkins, voice of the future. Oh no, I mean I. I'd still, yeah. <laughs> but we'd, I, but I'd, I'd mention it. You'd mention, you'd be like, hey, Sasquatch. Yeah. No, no, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'd say, uh, uh. <laughs> would you say, oh, so uh, you're a feminist. Gotcha. I think Shorty probably loves Frida Kahlo and shit. Probably, you just, you just know what's up her alley real quick. Yeah. Shorty gonna, fucking yeah. loves Frida Kahlo. Shorty Another t-shirt. You just keep dropping <laughs> the gems. A Frida Kahlo t-shirt? There's right. plenty of those in the world But already. no, but it says, no, just the words. Whatever. Shotty love Frida Kahlo because she don't shave her legs. <laughs> Shotty love Frida Kahlo. It'd be a hard no, hard pass for me. Really? I'm Frida Kahlo? Yeah. Oh, if she didn't have shaved yeah, legs, yeah. you'd be like, I'm Definitely. sorry? Hard pass. Really? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Why? Swiper, swiper left or whatever. But right. if you're yeah. in this scenario where you will, well, at least, really? come on, benefit of a doubt here. I understand your perspective because yeah. I, I see things kind of from not the same view, but from an adjacent view. <laughs> but if you're in a situation to where you're with her in the room sure and you're you know you're bearing one one another there and i'm sure you know you're not just a peach under there oh absolutely not, <laughs> absolutely, not. absolutely absolutely not uh, at that point you say you know i got you this far and i suppose you got me this far so now we have to you know you be, that's a that's a point of no return love, i think you can't see a girl compromise. with hairy legs and then be like yeah, I know. I don't know if you're good enough for me. How hairy oh, is no, There is no depth to my shallowness. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not. I, I don't hide that one bit. I I have a joke where the 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 punchline is is like you'll never be good enough, and it's about shaving shaving in yeah. general, mm. and shaving legs, and and. I, it does. It really exists. You really wouldn't. You'd be like, no, gross, because super I, turn off. I don't. Well, yeah, because I don't want to have to sit there and like. Uh, you know, st- look at that while I'm sitting there, like comparing, like, oh my God, do I need to trim mine up or what? Like, I, it, it, it just, it's a <laughs> weird. Catch. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm also not a very hairy person. You want yes. women, <laughs> you want women to subscribe to the traditional. I don't. I don't. All I'm saying is, like. I want you to constantly live in terror of Down not being good enough for me. <laughs> right. And okay. I want you to constantly <laughs> and consistently preen and prune and nest, as is your nature. <laughs> <laughs> makeup is expensive. Makeup is expensive. Makeup is expensive. Go into debt. Like, oh, I'm, I'm joking. Obviously, no, no, I know. This I is know. all. I know. Uh, these are all it's jokes, okay. ladies it's, and it's, gentlemen. It's but okay. for real, just you know, tidy it up. Yeah. Uh, How hairy up, is too up, hairy? Clean How up the hairy? garage side is what Just for diseases, mostly. Diseases. Yeah. All right, future shoddy, if you out there listening right now, I don't even care if you got hair all over you. I, I accept you for who you are, Yeah. Bro. When, when he has sex a, with a, a woman, it sounds king. like Velcro. I'm not simping at all. <laughs> it sounds like a Velcro wallet when he's but having sex, <laughs> just opening and closing. But it all rubs off anyways if in you the can end. Spot a we tick, and bears babies. Yeah. If you can spot a tick through the brush, then it's not hairy. It's, it's not thick enough. It's not very hairy. It's not thick enough. <laughs> I think okay. there's, there should be a threshold. Where is it? Well, okay. This is a... Uh, this is okay. So basically, where I fall on this spectrum is, especially just shaving in general. I don't expect it. You can't because if I don't, I don't expect you to. That's nice. You know. Yeah. But it's something I'll think about later. <laughs> I'll note it. I'll I'll right. make a mental note. Sure. 
Yeah. Just, just a question. Is this still like the religious philosophy podcast we were doing no, before? No, no. We, start, we started a new podcast. Okay, new podcast. <laughs> yeah, this one is the. This one doesn't have a name yet. We'll have to name it halfway okay, through. Okay, perfect. Oh, what do you What do we want? What are we name? Well, maybe maybe you can maybe you can help with um, the, the idea I'm flushing out. Three, two of the, three of the four people from my idea are that I'm trying to work on are in the room, and then there's two other people. And I'll, let me spitball this with you and see what you think. Oh, is this your? This is my idea. This is my this is my Netflix yeah. story pitch idea. Pitch it. Pitch it. Pitch it. in my Netflix story idea. So the idea is that there's four unlikely comedian friends that do comedy, stand up, and things, and. When they're on stage, they're played by something else. For example, when my character is on stage, there's a 14-year-old girl oh. doing all of my jokes <laughs> and my material. When Nathan is on stage, he's actually a golden retriever <laughs> that, <laughs> that does just... voices. When Pancake's on stage, he's actually Nathan because they're friends and there's a cute idealization thing that happens there in a B plot. <laughs> and and Pancake, I already have the first episodes kind of put together, but here's the here's the kicker. So Sam, his character, alter ego is whatever famous person wants to sign on on the goddamn thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how you sell it to Netflix is there's like whatever person and it gives the opportunity in the future when other people are on to have famous already comedians either be an alter ego on stage or be a person who has yeah. another, like they're being a comic on stage or whatever, yeah. but then you see who they are and they're like an enormous right. cat or they're a t- uh, like some weird cosplay thing or what. So yeah. it's, That's a fun device up. to play with too, yeah. So it opens it up for like a magical realism sort of thing because of the onstage persona, but then there's all of these sort of like back human sitcom-y things mm-hmm. like, and it's easy to are film because- there's, are there roommates? No, there's three-girl roommates? roommates. So No, they're not roommates. Oh, they're not they're roommates. Not roommates. Okay. That's the whole thing. <laughs> and that's the whole thing is because Pancake's character roommates. lives with his mom. Aww. So no, but it's cute. But it works into the whole eight, the whole B plot. Of the first <laughs> thing is that she writes you, she makes you sandwiches, and she wants to make sure that you're happy while you're doing comedy. She's so supportive, and she really wants to help you. Yeah. And she's great, but she leaves you these really sweet notes in your lunch. And so you're at the bar, and you're looking at the lunch, and you put the note on the thing, and then the bar, the cute bartender. Hope your jokes aren't as cheesy as this sandwich. Have a great day, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Something really sweet, but then the bartender picks up the note because, she, and she thinks that. You wrote it to her. So that's the B plot of the first episode if, is your mom's note gets to the bartender and then you're awkward of trying to figure it out. And so that's the whole – that's all going on. Let me know it's what kind of underwear out. you want me to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something for like, right, yeah, like mom's going to pick him up note. some underwear later. But now he now the bartender's like, he's going to buy me underwear? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> so there's this weird note thing. And then you're, you're talking to your mom on the phone all the time and we don't hear her. And there are funny, weird things that happen. Like, so that, that, like, I've got you down. You're writing you. Have you written this out already? I've written out a bunch of it. Okay. That's, that's very developed. So yeah. basically what I'm getting from what you just told me about my character <laughs> is that uh, it doesn't matter what I say on stage because I'm a dog. No, it does matter. You're and people are just like, oh, yeah. they just clap every time, and I just do a little trick, and then I walk off. No, but no, you're saying your jokes, so you're, so you're, the dog is like jumping around and saying like, I'm getting fat. I think it's <laughs> even funnier if the dog says and does nothing and is just <laughs> sitting and being an adorable dog on stage for five minutes, and people are just like, yeah, he tried, good job. <laughs> we can work it in. <laughs> uh, it's all being read, but so. 
that's that's my that's the idea. And so, so it's whatever it's famous comedian like signs on. It's very sellable. So I'm like Airbud, Isn't but without the. It is sellable. It's sellable, and that's also like a very interesting device because there is a lot to play with, and I, I like. Right, because yeah. it's 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 the yeah. it's the magical realism aspect where like kind of anything can happen because you're already dealing in sort of a surrealistic thing, but it's, it's based, more expected. Yeah. yeah, it's based in reality. When so we sell to Netflix, I'm irreplaceable <laughs> <laughs> on all aspects I'm <laughs> that I contribute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how like, I don't know how they do it. I'm sure I I'd obviously be replaceable. I'm probably replaceable. <laughs> but I'll cut you all in on the money since I'm using you all. Nice. Royalties as the the basis for it. <laughs> Get a check every month. Do you guys think, do you ever think of like think like big projects like that and have dreams of stuff or what are you doing? I I had one <clears throat> that uh me and a couple of my buddies uh, from back in Florida, we were working on, and uh, we've actually got a little bit of it written, and then they kind of dropped off the face of the planet. So, kind of, uh, I'm just kind of saddled with it now. But is it's, it a, it's a web a, series? It would be no. It, it picture, it'd be like a live action show that would be set for like an Adult Swim. Okay. Okay. Oh, so sweet. picture it's um, uh, it's called Chimp Pizza. Chimp yeah. pizza, that's Chimp good. pizza, right. And it's uh, basically what the premise is, is it's uh, uh, there's a guy who owns a pizza shop, and his co-owner is a chimpanzee. Uh, <laughs> I love it. It's like an 80s funny movie with a chimp. But the, the thing you is, gotta get, you got to get the guy from Frasier, too. Or well, the dad. you got to get the dad from Frasier. Yeah. From Cheer- is it, what is it, Wings? Is it, is it Wings? I'm, I'm, t- I'm go, yeah, go. I'm you not go, sure. Mike. Sorry, I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't mean to. Martin from Frasier. Martin from Frasier. Uh-huh. Go on though, Mike. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. Yeah, no, no, no. It was, it's, it's just, Chim- it's co- complete ridiculousness. Where <laughs> they do a lot of like talking head interviews, like they do on like The Office and on Parks and Rec. You know, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> they treat it like that, but they'll, they'll, you know, like the Steve's. Uh, like mockumentary. Right. The, yeah, exactly. It's exactly what yeah. it is. Um, and the chimp's name is Steve. <laughs> you know, it's Steve the chimp. Sure. But they always perceive it like, oh, my God, he, you know, Steve was such a jerk today when I came into work. And then they'll cut away to the scene, and it's just a it's a fucking <laughs> chimpanzee yeah. throwing shit around the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. You know, That's very funny. Classic. Right. Absurd. And yeah. it's just complete, Absurdist, total ridiculousness. Yeah. Cream pies, the yes. whole deal. I had yes. I had what about episode two? Well, yeah, see, that's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> because the chimp throwing the shit, hilarious. Right. For, well, an, ep- it's, for it's, an episode. It's, the it, the pilot like is a, always different. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and like the that's basically the premise. I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff that we come up with for like ridiculous ideas as well. Oh, yeah. Like how we continue it and everything like yeah. that. But uh, that was the that was the general premise. It's just a, a chimpanzee that's a co-owner of a pizza shop, mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> just doing very well. Fucking ridiculous. Can I See, run by a pilot? Yeah, Can I run a yeah, pilot yeah. by you real quick. Is yeah. this is this little pilot I wrote for a class I'm taking on? And everyone and, then, and I just took this college class for like uh, writing a pilot. And everybody does like these shows on roommates and shit. I don't want to do one. I want to do a, docu- a mockumentary about the Blue Man Group, but it imagines them, but it reimagines them as a band in Northern Ireland during the Troubles, and their rival band is U2, and they start off as a barbershop quartet. And interesting, become the Blue Man Group. Yeah, it's called yeah. Blue Am I. Um, oh my God. Uh, do you? Th- okay, I, I, th- I think I'll. Uh, and then I'd like Bono. <laughs> I think it's a really. Is it, is it like Bono's out. just a prick? <laughs> I and think he's just like <laughs> sabotaging them like he's yeah. the heel. He's of like, the yeah, he's the lyricist of the barbershop quartet. You know, he keeps trying to like 
you know, do cool shit over the barbershop. That'd be music. hilarious, yeah. though, if he's just like the opposite of a humanitarian. Yeah, he's just a dick. And he's just like sabotaging all of their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's the opposite of what he is right now, where he's like, right now he's like kind of a dick, but he does a lot of philanthropy. We know he's he a dick. Like, he forced their album on like, everyone's <laughs> iPhone. That sucked. <laughs> That, that was, was some so bullshit. Bad. You know what made me not want to listen to U2 ever? Having U2 songs on my iPod. I skipped past them out of spite. I've gotten through zero I of them. I had a whole U2 album. I used to just get whatever my sister downloaded on iTunes, so I got Joshua Tree by U2. It's great. Awful. I listened to <laughs> never. I never. Are I got. Ready, I got the. Do, 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 do. Ready, and I was like, "Fuck town? off, dude! It's trash." Oh my god, Red Hill Mining Town. No. I what the fuck to, is that? Red Hill Mining Town is deep. What the fuck is that? It's one of the best songs on that album. He's such a. He's such a. Just a oh chorus pusher. God, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to play. We don't like anything. things forced on our devices, Pam. Us millennials have one rule. Oh my Look device! How about don't have a fucking device? <laughs> I need it for porn. Uh, you we're understand. so obsessed with our phones. We need our phones so we can ignore people when they call. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, do not Here disturb, baby. But I, anyway, yeah, wait, wait, U2's wait. garbage. I have to suck. I came one into of my a bar once. Bands in the history of ever, U2. What? And Smashing Pumpkins and the Beastie Boys. Smashing are Pumpkins, right? Beastie, Beastie, Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys stole culture. No, Beastie Boys stole culture. But Beastie Boys reappropriated culture. They're poets. Yeah, it's not good. It's great. Every poet is a thief. They're amazing poets. And they I like the who you're stealing from. I don't. I just, you know, honestly, I just don't like them. Paul's boutique, Paul's boutique, so Fight for the right to party. What else are you gonna punch? Wait, wait. Comparing that to Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins didn't appropriate anything. They're just yeah, a good band. Yeah, hopefully uh, Billy uh, hopefully Corgan can reappropriate his ego. Yeah. I Billy was really Corgan owns a wrestling company. Ah, uh, he's good. So he's dope. He gets a pass. He gets a he pass. Gets a pass. <laughs> and he doesn't look like he's ever experienced this, this joy. Is, this is the most recent want, reason. Indie singer. This is the most recent reason why I hate Billy Corgan. And I love the Smashing Pumpkins, and I do love it, but I hate him for this. Because the last song, song 14 on Gish, their first album, is a song called Daydream, and it's sung by James Ehan. It was written and sung by James Ehan, who is the other guitar player that no one knows. And uh, I just heard a version. Motherfucking Billy Corgan redid it with his own fucking voice. The fucking narcissist. It was perfect as it was. It stood on its own, and he went back in through the files and redid it and re-released it. Because well, and his voice stupid. is a pile of dog shit. Like, the world is a vampire. Well, well maybe, <laughs> well, you don't like, know the inner <laughs> politics. Maybe he went to him and said, hey, Billy, I'm really self-conscious nah, about my dick. voice, and I would prefer it if you went and re-recorded No, because it, it was voice. recorded in 1991, and he just re-released it, like, last year. So he went back into, Yeah, like, well, maybe that Farino. guy's voice is trash now. Maybe he nah, went to him and asked dude, him to sing it for him again, and he was like, he's, I he's can't, like Korean, I can't. Right? Yeah, he's... He's fucking Japanese, sick, dude. James E. High, he's great. Super. Yeah. He has cool ass hair. Mm -hmm. It's blue. There you go. His ass hair is blue. Now you know. I got to. I got to be. I won tickets. <laughs> I won tickets Get the to horn. be in the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the horns right here. <laughs> I, I got to see Smashing Pumpkins in the front row. I won tickets in 1997. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. in at Arco Arena. How was that? It was well. This is um, this is actually one of my cheerleading my best cheerleading moments. So um, I won these tickets because the quad spies were out and KWOD is this Sacramento radio station I lived in Davis. And I heard that, I saw the Smashing Pumpkins here at Cow Palace, but they had to stop their show because everyone was moshing and it was terrible and they were mm. trying to call people down and they didn't. And we were really disappointed because we drove in from Davis and it was a really short show and we're like, meh. Mm. So I said, well, we bought tickets the next day to go to the Arco Arena because that's where we lived, but we were like, ugh, Arco Arena. But we're like, yeah. So we got the nosebleeds. Then I heard on the radio, 
that they were gonna give away tickets. And I was like, I'm winning those tickets. So I made these huge big letters, K-W-O-D, and we got to the concert early, and I was walking around looking for the quad spy, and Garbage was playing, I love Garbage, and this is 1997, so okay. Or 98, 97 or 98. It was during Melancholy Infinite Sadness, anyways. So I'm walking around, and I made my ex-husband do it, and he was like, oh, he was, he was like, this is so embarrassing. And I'm screaming like, quad spies, quad spies. And we meet this young guy, and all he has is K-W-O-D written on his chest in lipstick, and he's like, I'm alone. If I'm, if you get it, I'll let, if you get it, let me in, and if I get it, I'll let you guys in. And I was like, all right, let's team up. So we're all three running around, quad spies, quad spies, quad spies. And this guy looks at me and he goes, I saw her first. And I was like, yeah! And I run up and I do a knee side. I'm like, ah! Okay, just, I'm freaking out, freaking out. I won the fucking front row tickets. So I'm making such a fucking fuss and a hubbub that the guy who has the lipstick written on him just sort of like comes with the entourage as we're going down the stairs. And I'm like screaming, I won! I won! And I'm like <laughs> screaming down the Oracle Arena steps. And I'm passing all these people and I'm high-fiving. And I'm like, I won the front row tickets! Okay, so they bring me down to <laughs> the front row and then Garbage keeps playing and they play like one more song and then they finish and then there's this intermission anytime and I'm in the front row and it's crazy and then the kid we brought him and he's two rows back and he's like high five he's like I got up here this is crazy and so we're up in their seats actually so nobody could push you we were like in the front yeah. row in seats it was crazy so I say to my ex-husband who's now ex-husband at time husband I'm like you're gonna get over there and I'm gonna be over here and you're gonna get that idea of smashing and we're gonna sell pumpkins we're gonna get the whole Arco <laughs> arena because it was so fucked up at the cow palace and we all knew it so I stand up on my chair and I'm like everybody everybody this is the thing. I was at the show in San Francisco. was at the show. Well, I was shitty. We're going to bring him out. We're going to bring him out. It's going to be crazy. This side's going to yell smashing. This side's going to yell pumpkins. Here we go. And we start in the front and smashing pumpkins. <laughs> I got the entire sold-out Arco Arena to yell smashing pumpkins, smashing wow. pumpkins. They fucking come out on stage. Billy Corgan's like, that's never happened for us. We just had this really shitty show in San Francisco. This is amazing. And then just like, it was crazy. So wow. that's my big, one of my big cheerleaders. That's sick as fuck. Wow. You had a Live Aid moment. <laughs> that fuck the, the when, yeah, when, uh, <laughs> when Queen, you remember the hey oh hey oh You know, you don't remember that? Hey. Probably the best concert experience ever. I wasn't there because it was, you know, 20 years before I was born. But uh, <laughs> that moment when you could control a whole audience, that must have felt very powerful. It was great. It was in 97. It was great. That's a phenomenal that was, That's story. a credit. That's, wow. a that's a credit, yeah. That's a cred. Does that's anybody remember the Smashing Pumpkins concert from Aqua Arena? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> hosted, hosted Aqua Arena, 1997, 9.07 p.m. to 9.08 p.m. Well, that wasn't the first time I cheered in the Aqua Arena because our basketball team from high school made it to the Section 1 finals two years in a row. So I got to cheer there. You're a high woman. Before. You're a hype woman. Hype woman. <laughs> no, I just used to be a cheerleader. Well, no, I just Thank love... you for regendering that. Yeah, no problem, dude. <laughs> I, I was like, hype man, hype woman. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> feminist king. No, again. but I just... I'll be 100% You don't care if your legs are hairy. <laughs> <laughs> feminist king, ladies. This one, Aaron Atkins at Comedy Bad Boy. <laughs> the only reason I like being a cheerleader is like Respect. jumping up and down in a short skirt in front of everybody. It's super fun. It's the same reason I do it. <laughs> Have you, you, wait, have you seen Cheer? Absolutely not. Oh, I was hoping <laughs> I could totally see you doing that because you're so strong. You totally lift the ladies and you constantly have your hands in their crotches. It's, yeah. It's yeah. That felt kind of like cheating. <laughs> Has anyone seen Cheer? The the documentary series? Mm-mm. Oh, it's good. It's all about mm-hmm. cheerleading. They're oh, just, really? Just really? You look like it. you enjoyed Cheer. Yeah, I watched the documentary. Yeah? yeah? What is it about? It's about cheerleaders. Oh, dope. Yeah. They're, they're at a community college and they oh, win fun. nationals. Oh, that's a fun yeah. story. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you remember, oh, what was that ridiculous movie? It was like in the American Pie era where they were all just trying to remake him. What was it called? Uh, it was about cheerleading. Bring it on. Uh, One through seven. No. No, no it was like it making fun of that. It was it like. Was uh, filmed in Oceanside. <laughs> fired Up. It was called Fired Up. Oh, it right, said right, F-U right. on the. Thing. Uh, right. There's these two football players who are like, we're going to go. We're going to be go to cheerleading camp. We're going to get laid. Right. <laughs> and then Classic they fell 90s in love. Premise. Yeah. And then they fell in love with the sport of cheer, you know. <laughs> it is and, a sport. Uh, and supported their, 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 their team. You know, I would actually argue that cheerleading is not a sport. It is a contest. And the reason why is because contests have judges. Sports have objective measures. Well, it's inherently subjective. But then right? so is ice skating. Is, yeah, so it's a contest. Okay, uh, inherently a, subjective things I count as Both contests. Yeah. No, you've, 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 uh, you've, changed, you've changed my mind. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah. It's on tape. It's a contest. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if, if it's subjective, then it's like, you know, contest. Yeah, judges. a soccer Which game. is weird because gymnastics is the same way. But we all yeah, inherently think of how hard gymnastics it is. Gymnastics is a contest. But it's still a contest. Gymnastics is a contest. Yeah, nothing, has, yeah. nothing to do with how hard it is. It's just uh, yeah. Yeah. It's there's a lot it's of really hard contests. Yeah, that's why they dancing. That's why, yeah. It's there you go. No it's one says that's a sport though. If American I, Idol. Right. If I may. It's voting around the corner. I I wrote a treatment, um, and <laughs> and I'm I was I was gonna take it back. Yeah, um, good, do it. So pancakes treatment is just his own life. Was it, I right? No, no. Damn it, it. It's either a commercial for the army, or it's a propaganda sitcom. So there's wow. um there's this kid and he's sitting down with his best friend and they're watching the sunset and um the one that looks scrawnier is like hey you you'll be back right and his friend's like yeah but you know I can't stay around and and look after you forever you know you got to grow up sometime and uh you just gonna go line by line through this. Uh, well, the little kid, <laughs> basically, basically, <laughs> cut to black. Oh, good, fade to black. All right. Enter where? Where are we now, Pancake? Where are we now? What it's gonna that? fade back in. Now, where are we? Now just what titles. Oh, good. What are the titles? <laughs> this they say all that you can be. Join now. Or, or. If it's good, en- if the acting is good enough, they'll turn it into a sitcom. <laughs> a sitcom about, about one sentence that you wrote about <laughs> between two friends. Hey, you said not to go through <laughs> it line by line, man. There's a lot of story there. <laughs> okay, you're supposed to infer a lot no, from so their so furrowing enough. of the older guy's brow. It's like Waiting for Godot, but like remade. It's the new, it's the new Netflix <laughs> series. I should watch that. Well, no, it's a play by Samuel Beckett where just two guys stand on stage and they're waiting for nothing. They just talk. He about never nothing. comes. Nothing Spoiler ever happens. Here. Nothing ever happens. It's okay. It's it's very existential. That's good. Nothing mm. ever. This is a super strong weed goo. Anybody can feel Crunchy. free to take it's some. Yeah, there's some mm. nerds in there. It's super messy, but it's super stony. Like, and it it's weird when it hits you. Like, you feel it because your vision gets a little bit fucked up. I've, this has been confirmed by multiple sources. Moonshine? No, oh. it's just it's just really strong. So that entire that package. Is. Okay, so pass. So that entire package has two hundred. Hard. The, the, oh, two, nice. the whole package has two hundred <laughs> milligrams in it, so you can kind of judge from there. So I took a little gooey bit, and that was probably like 25, 30 milligrams, maybe. Ooh. So yeah. Let's hit it. Good Damn. Stuff. 
Yeah. We could put it in the in the the back part of the toilet, and and chill it. Um, it was in the freezer, but then it's too hard to bite. It's better at this consistency, but it is it is a mistake. It didn't get dehydrated enough or cured. It got put in the bags too early. It's delicious, though. Yeah, I like your show idea, Pancake. <laughs> Do you? It's a commercial, a commercial that, that, that could become a sick. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah. For the army. For the army. Would the show also be about joining the army? Possibly. How? When has that ever worked out in the favor of the army? Oh, when um, they show that, like Private Jarhead Benjamin was a fun like show in the early 80s. Well, MASH, MASH too. Well, MASH wasn't. Can't yeah, forget was Stripes with Bill Murray. Stripes. I tried to watch that again, and I was so but bored. But do you think Stripes? But do you Full think metal. Stripes actually got anyone to join the army? I doubt it highly. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan was a good flick. It was. Black Hawk Down. Yeah. It's, just, it's just name war movies. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. Uh, so I think probably the one that did the, the most. Movie. Probably I'd say probably the one that did the most for the army or at least the navy was probably uh, fuck, Top Gun, right? Ooh. Yes. Yeah, Top Gun probably just. Officer and a gentleman. Mikhail's yeah. Navy. Right. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> oh, you that cannot. one. You can't handle the truth. That the one. Hurt Locker. What's up? Mm, the revival of the genre. A few good men. You taking a phone call? What is that? Uh, are you working today? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, in a way you are. Yeah, I'm kind of working. You're kind of working? You want to come to Mutant Union Podcast? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, let me think. I don't know. you think it'll be any good? Scratchy scratch in the back. You think it'd be any good if I went, though? It would it be worth no, it? No, probably shitty. I was, I was just hoping you worked out so I could get more. Oh. Uh, <laughs> ask him to listen to it live. Oh, okay. Well... I might come. I don't know. Are you going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you coming? You're coming there. It's a little played out, isn't it? <laughs> I'll be there. You're gonna, you're gonna have a whole show on one line. All right, buddy. Well, you know, if you show up, just shoot me a text. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. All right, bye, bud. That was Sam Carroll. <laughs> Wanted to. I'm try glad. to convince me to come and do a show at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> I I'm glad you showed up, is. Nate. Hmm? I'm glad you showed up. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, dog. I brought my laptop with me. I'm going to have to pop out at some point. I have to make a video about women uh, shooting jellyfish poison into their face. What? Wow. wow. Is that the new Botox? Uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Wow, that's that's exciting stuff. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gotten in there yet, but mm. I know it's about 25 iPhone videos. Wow. So it could be a fun time. Um, I can help you with that. There was a there was a used to be a website that my dermatologist buddy used to look at called badbotox.com. Oh no. They'd make him look at it because if you fuck it up, you can really fuck someone up. Oh yeah. yeah. Plastic surgery is nuts. Like people don't wait long enough. <laughs> like it's not like an iPhone where you can just like I'll just get the beta and then if it's no good, I'll, I'll just wait. And then get the next one, but now they're stuck with their face stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't, know. It's, <laughs> don't mess don't mess with your face i had a, there's a girl oh, that i know like the uh she trains at the gym that i coach at sometimes and she, she ever is be good enough? she's an outpatient nurse oh she's a fantastic person <laughs> no, okay. uh, and you know earned her butt the right way she squatted for it yeah but she just had to go down to miami to be an out nurse for this chick who's got a brazilian butt lift Whoa. and you physically cannot sit down for like two months 
and they take it and you have to go in regularly to get your legs like drained because they take it out and they like they they cut through there's like all these problems that they're having with them and girls are like dying from these yeah and like butt lifts they're getting fat taken out of their legs and stomach and then it's thrown in around in a centrifuge and then they <sighs> stuff it back into the butt and like shape it but they're having all these complications okay, and it's you, like but do you know that this is your fault because you want women to shave their legs <laughs> i think oh. hey 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 hey, hey. <laughs> pam pam how long is that line of dominoes am i responsible for it because i think maybe shaving your legs and slicing your stomach open <laughs> and scooping out fat and shoving it somewhere where you could easily just go to the you can just go to the fucking and, gym and yeah. figure it out. It's yeah. a butt. It's yeah. doable. A butt is doable. Absolutely. But they're like, no, no, no. And they use it to cinch in the sides. That's more Barbies well, and but, y'all's and mothers than it is us. Well, it's and it's society as a whole saying that the perfect idea of a woman is this shape. Yeah. And that if you. Terrifying. And it's and it's yeah. terrifying to think that they want the shortcut. Like, how were you raised that you don't, you can't have some fucking discipline. Right, right. Yeah. To, and it's, and just like all the red flags, because she was telling me about it. you want things. You go in the clinic, there's no chairs. All the women are just like lying down on like with like these little pillows under them with their butts like propped up just waiting for the but doctor. why do they want their butts to look like that? Because men want to have butts? It's No, because they think yeah. that I can make an Instagram page for my butt that's completely separate from my identity and personality and I can have someone pay for my life. Is that – I mean – yeah, wow. it's also it's a desperation very, for very fame. Doable. Do anything for fame and it's recognition very to make yourself feel valid. Well, they used to take out women's ribs. Um, that's what happened to uh, Michael Jackson's Janet Jackson. She had a rib removed. They used to remove your lower rib to make you skinnier because it makes Re you have a Ugh. smaller waist. But it was, you need it was popular those bones. In the, <sighs> it was popular in the eight, 80s for uh, beauty queens too, like um, pageant girls, Ugh. and to remove a rib. That's insanity. It, right. I think so too, but yeah. but that was it's it, it was different growing up in the I mean I was born in the seventies and in the eighties there was all of this big tits this is I mean there was a lot of misogyny watch any movie from nineteen ninety and it's right. like in the first count how many misogynistic and homophobic things are said in the first sixty seconds yeah. it's like fags are weird and girls suck like yeah. I don't want to be a girl like it's that's all nineties <laughs> movies every punchline is like. I mean, every friend's but episode. Boob Let's hug, become, but we're not gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boob jobs have become pretty normalized, though. But yeah, boob jobs have become. But, but it's just but the idea terrible. of the butt thing, because people are dying. Like it's yeah, stacking. But it's also this comparison to jobs. other people. I mean, because you can you can make a picture look like anything on the internet, and you're getting all of your validation from the internet. And when you want to reflect that into your own life, you want unrealistic standards, you know. And that doesn't just come from corporations. That doesn't just come from men's standards either. It also comes from women comparing with the, one another. It comes from everybody. There's no one to blame. It's just a natural way that humans. You know, try try to reflect what they want, what their dreams are. Are you the reincarnation of the Buddha? But Did we just no. amplify. <laughs> He's like the wisest. He's just old. really young. He's I'm so woke. Too naive. Yeah. He's woke. No, I'm no, naive. no, it's gonna get you. He's like floating. He's like floating. You're right. Come back. You're right, but it's amplified through media. Yeah. Um, daily, hourly, m you know, minute by minute. Yeah. It's just. You go you to Times Square. You can't avoid. Well, now they're listening to you. I've 
I had that it's happened to a bunch of people where they're they have an Alexa at home or whatever and they're talking about things and then later their feed is filled with things they were just thinking about. It's fucking yeah, cookies, it's, man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, you, right? You fucking cannot cookies. get one of those uh, smart homes Alexas in your house. They're like I refuse listening. to have Absolutely one. Not. No, I don't even and talk to. I know to, I've got a cell phone on. I don't even talk to my Siri. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, don't talk not, to Siri because no. they're they're really they're using it to target ads. Even like, it, even Facebook still doesn't like. I, I have a, I say, I, the, the things I get on the side of my Facebook are usually like Christian mingle and, <laughs> uh, and whiskey and bullet whiskey delivered to your door for 1999. You have to join a group. You have to spend $10 to get it for 90. It's, it's, it's a, it's a ruse. But I think that they send me these things because I say, fuck Jesus a lot. And they think that I mean, like I talk about, I mean, they, and cute dresses. Those are what I get. Cute dresses, alcohol and Christian mingle. Three of your favorite It's a hilarious combination. You know what ads I get on my TikTok? <laughs> what ads do no, you I'm get done. on your I'm TikTok? Done. That's it. Just <laughs> <laughs> give it give it to Pancake's the king of the lead in. He doesn't have to do the whole joke. If the, <laughs> Pancake says if the premise is good enough, I don't have to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> and I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Sorry. I sometimes I'm just not on. Pam. I don't feel You know it. what something stupid is? I just real I do talk to my Siri, but I always use a stupid voice. Oh, <laughs> so what? But I don't do it all voice? the time. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just anything to throw them off the scent of my real voice patterns. Okay. I don't know. It's not a conscious thing that I do, but I'm just always like, I'm just ridiculous. I've all casual. Like, oh, what's up, Siri? What can I get? And, <laughs> any ridiculous thing. Casual, casual uh, absurdism. Siri, I really have a question that I need answered. <laughs> anything goes. Ridic- the more ridiculous, the better. The more like Monty Python-ish. Sure. Yeah. My Siri has a Scottish accent. So oh, like, that's dope. Yeah, so I feel like I'm in train spotting all what the time. What does your phone call you? My phone calls me. I don't, I don't even give them a name. They don't know me. They don't know you? I'm a stranger to my phone. <laughs> my phone has to call. You don't it, need to know my I name. Make, I make my phone call me I Batman. Batman. <laughs> I make it. it. I know it doesn't want to, but I, I do it. My it, phone, it has to. My phone calls me Captain Planet. Oh. See? Nice. My phone just calls me my email, you know. Like well, why? You just wanted your alter ego ID. to be more ethical than my alter ego. Yeah. There you go. Good job, Pink. <laughs> and I, I praise Gaia. I hang out with Gaia all day. The Gaia goddess online? of of you know. Like I didn't her. pay attention to. They don't. In the South, you don't pay attention to Captain Planet. I don't know. I'm just sure you don't. Super Captain did Fitness, you? Planet Man. Did you do that? <laughs> did you pay attention to Captain Planet ever? No, never. Not never. Ever, never even once. Do you know never. anything about Captain Planet? No, sir. No, and he's the wokest of the three. Wow. I am. Feminist king. And that's how little hey, people ladies. actually care about recycling, <laughs> Pancake. Hey, no one cares. No one cares king. about it. They lived it. They I will send for it. you. What is your age? You're a young, young man. What is your the age of women that Did you, you ever would watch date? Captain uh, now that you're 19, do you have to date over 18? Any, yeah, over 18, obviously. obviously. But other than that... Baby, if you out there listening right now, I don't care who you are. I'm a feminist king. I will simp for you. <laughs> However old you, you are. See how inherently creepy that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's it is. It's just because it's not on this Twitter, bro. It's just, it's just that, that's the uncanny valley of it. Is what that is you've simping? heard it, you just haven't heard it. In what does simp mean? It's when you're like. Is it like short for sympathizing? It's it's short for being a, it's short for being a simpleton when you're just like being oh. a feminist for pussy essentially. Oh, yeah. short for simpleton. Just being like just being like, hey, never hit women, bro. And like, yeah, you should never hit women. But these guys are like, you seen you know these fight videos where like some chick is like beating the shit out of a dude and he like 
hits her like one time. He like slaps her, and some dude comes out like, "Hey, bro, never hit a chick, bro. Never hit a chick, bro." And like starts beating the shit out of him. They just mom like, that's called simping. That's when I you're you're just taking fedora. the woman's side. You know, it's fedora oh, it's cool. shit. It's, it's like nice I'm a white a knight. It. It's a, I'm a good guy, but also if you don't have sex with me, like you're like an emissary. Yeah, yeah, you're a white knight. For the you're simp. Olds. We're learning. <laughs> No problem, dog. Sim- Simpy. I just have. <laughs> the new, teach me the new things, because I'm so un- I'm so unhip. I thought Kanye West was an airline. <laughs> oh. I always thought it was just people mispronouncing. I want to use that word a lot. <laughs> I thought it was people mispronouncing senpai. That was a that no. was a Paul Sanford joke. I think he's dead now, though, so I think oh. I get that joke. Yeah. I don't know. He didn't <laughs> that. Yeah. He how does that a, work? He was an old. I don't know how that works. An underground comedian disappears, and I remember his joke. Is it mine now? <laughs> it is yours. That is now yours. <laughs> Port of comedy law says inherited. Yeah, I inherited that joke. Yeah. Uh, more, t- someone teach me more hot terms that I don't understand because I'm old. Um, I learned the smokestack, and I learned the smoke show, and now I've learned simp. What is a smokestack? It's a guy. It's a hot guy. He's a smokestack. Oh really? Yeah. Um, that bit, I don't know why that made bit, bit, that felt platinum. weird. <laughs> I just recently learned that. That's from here. Why does that mean? Not, I'm not, I don't use smokestack. I say platinum. That's something that's from here though. Plat, plat something's plat, something's platinum. Never heard it. This plat bra. Bra, bra with an E. Bra. With an Those e? are two San Francisco things. I bra? Yeah. Bra with an E. Bra and bra. platinum. Saying something's platinum and What plat. part of San Francisco? I'm so confused. I've lived here for 12 years. I've never heard these terms. My friend. My, you know, shout out to Field Medic. Shout out Rinton Tiger. Oh, that Rinton Tiger? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Those guys. They, they use all this all the time. That's oh, the my kind God. That's reflective of, like, I guess the mission, but I don't know over here, so I can't really. Breath. Wow, <laughs> you know those guys? That's incredible. Yeah, I met them when I was teaching in college. They won. They were in my uh, poetry class, and they that was Hell their TA. You. Kevin's such a fucking good poet. He yeah. does, he does he actual does a poetry haiku. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. haiku and shit. Yeah, yeah. beautiful, yeah. great. Rinten, shout out to Rinton. Shout out to Shout out to yeah. And his brother, <laughs> his brother Sean. Yeah. Shout out to all person. you haikuers out there. <laughs> poetry. You guys are doing great. Hey, uh, too true, but I just heard a street sweeper. On the street where my car is parked. Oh yeah, no, you definitely have a ticket. I d- I did not park there. That is one of the reasons it took me so long to get here because I parked oh. there did and a guy came up and signs? said there's about to be street sweeping. Oh, Take the bar. Did you not read Take the, the signs? Back. The signs, but the but the lady in the car already came by a long Pancake. time ago, so you probably don't have a yeah. ticket oh. because you came after I was out there and maybe I saw her go by and do everything because they go early. So I, maybe you don't have a ticket. But we have to close this one down anyway because they don't get out of the street sweepy to give you a ticket. They give you a ticket ahead of time, and the little cushman, the lady comes, the, like the meter man, the little guy driving, the meter the gender driving around. Yeah, they they hit everybody that way, and then they the Gestapo is. How long have we been on? Uh, we have been on for an hour, so yeah, we're closing it down because coming okay, cool. up at one o'clock is uh, what? What the fuck were they thinking? I believe that's the title of the show. What is with that? Brian Crow. Uh, he has a podcast that he runs, and it's his podcast. And then at 2 o'clock, we got empty space again until 4. What? And then we've got comedy Hello. from 4 to 6. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that somebody's willing to go over to OMG and, like, give me a pre-sign. Because I want to perform at OMG. Because I come back here tonight, 8.30, Asiento, 
opening night party. Well, not opening night, just party. And we have food oh, yeah. and the Asiento's providing because they're one of our sponsors. And I'm going to put down a bar tab. But everyone has to tip themselves. Don't don't waste my bar tab for you on the tips. Like, you know what I mean? Like, more alcohol for everyone. Oh, tip yeah. on your own. And uh, But I'm going to – because I want it to be fun and have people hang out. But I also want people to do open mics. So go hit OMG. Tope is also tonight, I believe, unless they're doing a showcase now. I don't know. And tonight is also Tuesday night. Oh, my God. Ireland. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. We'll bring, huh? So we've got the – We've got the – we'll bring everybody from the party to Ireland's. Booyah. Because hell that's yeah. at 8.30, and then we'll probably be done by 10, and then we all go over there. Yay. Okay. Day is – the day's figured out. Hello. Sweet. All right. Yay. Yeah. Goodbye. I'm going to need an itinerary for that. Yeah. Pam, if you can get that Goodbye, printed everybody. out for me. That'd be Thanks. What about piano fight? Piano fight tonight? And, and spats? And oh, see, thing. I haven't – I've been working on Tuesdays at Bender's, so I haven't been out on a Tuesday night hmm. in forever. So hmm. I really don't know, like, the Tuesday, Wednesday scene anymore. Ah. But so. but here we're gonna be doing shit immunity radio. Okay, hey everybody, mm-hmm. thanks uh, again. This is Aaron Atkins. Yeah. Hello. Nathan this is Lowe. Uh, this Goodbye. is sponsored by uh, the army. <laughs> the army. <laughs> Your outfit says yes. My pancake treatment. Benjamin. It's the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We're gonna be fucking around all day on the radio. Listen in. Bye. 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 Square. It's um, it's Tuesday. Let's just pretend it's Tuesday. It's six o'clock. Um, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Um, welcome. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week I'm going to have Square. Uh, I'm not sure what I got going on. I got a little of this, a little of that. Uh, probably more of that than this, but um, I got I got a bunch of good music. I still do. I've... Uh, the... Uh, the, the sheltering in place has uh, has curtailed my my shopping, record shopping. Uh, Jesus, for all of that, <laughs> it's got to be one of the worst ones, right? It's like I'll touch every record. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I've got a, a vast accumulation, so we're uh, tapping into that. And, uh, got some contributors as well. So, uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do, and uh, stick around, guarantee. Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said unite all you working men Killed him in the river some strange man was that a vigilante man oh why 
Why does a vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sword or shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land. To my breakdown I hope I didn't scare you That's just the way we are When we come down We sweat and laugh and scream here Cause life is just a dream here You know inside you feel Right at Yeah. Welcome to my 
you're so chic. Do you ever love me? Just me too, got to search for something new.
is from uh, Rick Von Schmidt. He lives in Cambridge. Rick's a blues guitar player. I met him one day in the green pastures of uh, Harvard University. Follow you down. Well, I'd do anything in this god almighty world if you just let me follow you down. Can I come home with you? Yes, I'd do anything in this God Almighty world if you just let me come home with you. Baby, let me follow you down. Baby, let me follow you down And I'd do anything in this God Almighty world If you just let me follow you down Baby, let me follow you down 
and follow you down. So Jennifer,